This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. reveals himself at different times and in different ways. The Bible says, if you come to the Sunday night teaching, it says that we will know him in many ways. We will know and experience his name in many ways. And one of the uh, names of God that they knew and uh, uh, understood in the Old Testament especially was this term, strong God. Everyone say strong God. Now, religion preaches a weak God, but reality dictates a strong God. God is strong. God is great. God is good, but God is strong. And one of His names is Strong God. Everyone say again, Strong God. Now, we have found two foundation texts over here in Second Chronicles. Both of them are going to be found over there, first in chapter 16 and also in chapter 26, 10 chapters uh, apart. Um, we're going to look at uh, two kings. And it's the same principle and practice uh, with these two kings, uh, the law of requirement and reward. And these, uh, these uh, two kings, these accounts of their lives and their r- rule and reign is going to give us insight and instruction of what to do and what not to do. You know, God is a God that tells us what to do, and He'll tell us what not to do. He'll show us what to do by way of example, and He'll show us what not to do. Do you need to know both? Sure we do. Uh, Not only do we need to know what to do, we need to know what not to do. Many times the result of learning what to do is a result of learning what not to do. But can you learn apart from having experience for yourself? Can we learn from and through the experience of others? I believe we can. I believe we can take notice. Uh, These things are written for our example. And you notice all of the things that are written are things that are written about God's people and God's will and God's way. Amen? Uh, Is it smart to just learn in the school of hard knocks and by experience? Do you have to reinvent the wheel every day? That's not the only way that we learn. We can learn by, by observation. And we can take note. Are you listening? And that's wisdom, to learn from other folks. And you'll learn what to do and what not to do. You'll see God's people that do God's will, God's way, and you'll see people that do not do God's will and do not adhere to God's way. And and we see the results of those practices in uh, both types of people's lives. Is that a good thing? I said, is that a good thing? Is it better to learn that way than to just stumble? The Bible says the fool stumbles headlong into trouble and doesn't even know how he got there. Amen. All right, moving right along. 
I'm talking to a wise people today, a people that are here to gain wisdom. Amen. Amen. It says wisdom is the principal thing. Uh, do we need to be taught how to live life? Sure we do. And see, there's a, if we're not taught uh, how to uh, live life successfully, then we're going to fail in life. We're going to experience failure after failure after failure. But can we learn a different way than failing all the time? Yes. Amen. I believe that we can. Uh, have to bring a willing, teachable heart. Have to understand the importance of being taught. I know when you graduate from high school or from college that you know everything you need to know, but honey, you don't know the half of it yet, okay? Most of that stuff, you ain't going to practically use it in your life, especially stuff they teach today. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right. What's the purpose sometimes of taking all this stuff, you know? required courses that you get out in life and you're never going to know anything about it. I'll tell you what, the, the greater lesson is discipline, is showing up to be taught, is, is, is uh, maintaining a teachable, wanting to know, learning, ever-increasing spirit. That's the greater lesson, not whether you got an A or a B or a C. It's you learn to show up consistently. Whether that's at high school or a college level, show up consistently, do what you've got to do to finish what you start, to succeed at something, to excel at something. Are you listening? Those are the greater, that's the foundation that should be there. Not, you know, that you bought a term paper and all that other, and somehow slid on through. You know what I'm saying? How many bottles of beer you could funnel down your fool throat and all that kind of stuff. Come on now. Are you hearing? I'll tell you there. Anyway, moving right along. So these two kings, uh, we're going to uh, learn some things. More importantly than them, it is seeing God showing himself as strong God in these two examples. All right. First uh, king is Asa, and this is found in uh, uh, 2 Chronicles 16. And the verse uh, that we're concerned with is number 9. And uh, it, I'm in First Chronicles. Hold on, guys. I got to get over on the right page. There we go. Uh, the in the king. Uh, well, let me read it out of the Message Bible. All right. It says this. But you asked God for help, and He gave you the victory. God is always on the alert, constantly on the lookout for people who are totally committed to Him. You were foolish to go for human help when you could have had God's help. Now you're in trouble. One round, and it says of war, but one round of trouble after another. Now that bears looking into, doesn't it? For our lives. Now, King Asa of Judah, it's a beautiful story of his, uh, and because over in, uh, turn backwards one uh, page, and we're going to read a few things out of 15. Asa, uh, in his turning to God and trusting God, he turned a whole nation to God, all the people under his influence. He turned, one man affected many, many, many people. 
in his turning to God and trusting in God. And the Message Bible in verse 15, and this started with uh, his dad had died and he came into, uh, in, in, uh, into line for the throne and a prophet of God came with a prophetic word and uh, he spoke some things uh, to Asa. And one of the things he said, it's different with you. Be strong, take heart, payday is coming. And so Asa took courage from those words, cleaned house, uh, dealt with all the wrong stuff, uh, turned to God himself, started trusting God. And the results was that the, it affected the people and they gathered uh, for a celebration of worship. Uh, and down in 10 and 15, it says, Then they bound themselves in a covenant to seek God, the God of their fathers, wholeheartedly holding nothing back. Now, I won't read the middle in there. It said they agreed that anyone who refused to seek God, they were going to kill him. But anyway, it says the whole country. Now, listen. Listen to me. That's a type and example of anything in you that doesn't want to seek God, you need to put that down. Anything in you that doesn't want to read the Bible, doesn't want to pray, doesn't want to worship God, doesn't want to do what God wants you to do, you need to deal harshly with that. Jesus said, if your eye causes you that kind of trouble, pluck it out. If your hand causes you that kind of trouble, cut it off. Are you listening? Because compared to eternal life, uh, your natural stuff needs to be dealt with severely. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, it goes on to say, the whole country felt good about the covenant promise. They had given their promise joyfully from the heart, anticipating the best. They had sought God, and He showed up ready to be found. God gave them peace within and without a most peaceable kingdom. Now, you would think that they would have just lived happily Ever after. They should have lived happily ever after. Isn't that what we're after? To live happily ever after. Do what God says and no more problems. However, uh, the enemy, uh, the devil, uh, stirred up trouble for Asa and for the people of God. And in their happily ever after, you understand, uh, that's not going to be this side of heaven. That's going to be the other side of heaven. While we're here, even though... Uh, you know, uh, we're seeking God and we're obeying God and we, and, and, uh, and, and we enjoy some success with God and thing, all the duckies get in a row. Here comes the fox and the coyote in the middle of the night. Yeah. Digging under the fence. You understand? The devil stirred up trouble. See, there's always an enemy who's always going to try to stir up trouble. That's built into the thing. See, it's not how you start as much as it is how you finish with God. There's trouble between here and there. For every mountaintop, you need to understand to get to the next mountaintop, you're headed down into the valley of trouble. Now this time, see, Asa... He had trusted God before, and God had delivered him supernaturally. I mean, he faced trouble that was beyond his human ability, so he turned to God. 
This time, however, he'd enjoyed some success. I mean, he's living peaceably all around. That's when you really need to be on guard and watch out the most because now he's not trusting in God. He shifted over into trusting himself. And Asa said, well, I can handle it myself this time. That's the original sin. The original sin of Adam and Eve, I can handle this. I got this, God. No, we don't got any of it. Amen. Amen. All right. So he did some things, you know. Uh, he, uh, he bought some help from somewhere, natural help, man's help. And God called him on that. He said, listen, you could have had my help, but you wanted man's help. And he said, now, now, now here's the, the, the kicker in this. Uh, see, God is always in the alert. God came and sent a prophetic word to him. After he'd made a bad choice, God sent another prophetic word. See, God will send a word to you before you are faced to, to make every choice in your life. God is speaking. Many times people do stupid stuff because the first stupid thing we do is not seek God. God's not in the equation before. He's in the equation after. But if we get him in the equation before, we won't do so much stupid stuff. Some stuff isn't the devil, are you listening? It's you gave the devil the gun to shoot you with. It's bad enough he wants to kill you. Don't give him something to work with. Amen. All right, now listen. Uh, when and, and here's the thing. Uh, it says that there's human help and there's God help. And God indicted this man, this king. He said, you're foolish to go for human help when you could have had God's help. Now, I'm going to say something here about, I don't care whether it's finances, I don't care whether it's healing, uh, you know, all that. God has already given us help that is available. Okay? All right, it's foolish to go your whole life and never develop any faith and any depth or capacity or capability to believe God. Some people waiting until the doctor tells them they're going to die. Now you're going to believe God for healing? Honey, believe God for healing when the cat scratches you. Uh-huh. Suffer major financial downturn and all of that kind of stuff. Are you listening? And then go asking God to, uh, God to help. Now, I'll tell you, I'm serious. Now, you know, you watch people struggle... In, uh, in, in life, because when they're young, uh, they did not seek God's help. Amen. Are you listening? All right. Now, he said it's foolish to just trust in man's help or to live at the level of man's ability, to only live in the, uh, at the human help level. What did he say? That trusting at the human help level. Natural things only. What, what man can do. Now listen, what you can do. All right? He said that's a foolish thing. And he said this, now you're in trouble. See, when you're in that level without understanding, you know, God's super on the natural, you're in trouble. You're going to have one trouble right after the other because the devil has you where he wants you. The enemy creates problems at that level when we're trusting in ourselves or trusting just in the naturals. 
I'm preaching and teaching real good whether you know it or not. I hope you're listening. I don't know what that smell of smoke is. It's something. Now listen, I want to help you here, all right? One round after another. Now the Amplified Bible says, For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in behalf of those whose hearts are blameless towards him. Another translation, the CEB says, the contemporary English Bible says, because the Lord's eyes scan the whole world to strengthen those who are committed to him with all their hearts. The uh, English contemporary version says this, the eyes of the Lord go around looking in all the earth for people who are faithful to him so that he can make them strong. Now, God showing himself strong, strengthening and making strong the faithful, the committed, the trusting, and the wholehearted towards him. In the ICB Bible, it says, The Lord searches all the earth for people who have given themselves completely to him. He wants to make them strong. Now, the second king uh, is found in... Second Chronicles, and that would be uh, 26, just 10 chapters over. And his name is Uzziah. Both were kings of Judah. Now Uzziah, the example of uh, Uzziah is, let me read this right quickly, 20. In 26, I don't have, I'm sorry, I don't have the uh, full reference written down there, but it says, He sought God in the days, let's see, I think it's nine. He sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. Now, that word sought means to tread or frequent, usually to follow. It is for pursuit or search of, to seek, to ask, and to worship, to diligently inquire, to make inquisition, to require question, search, and to seek for. So he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. All right? Another translation says, He dedicated his life to serving Elohim in the days of Zechariah, who taught him to fear, to live in reverent obedience before God of Elohim, as long as he dedicated his life to serving the Lord, God gave him success. One translation says, God caused him to succeed. Now, I want you to see a couple of things. There are two phrases here, as long as. All right? See, you can't start and then stop. We saw that with Asa. Asa started out good, but he stopped seeking the Lord. Did he prosper in that? No. Uzziah, it says, as long as he sought, required, uh, uh, and inquired of the Lord, God caused him to prosper or God caused him, him to succeed. 
would uh, uh, would it be safe to say that uh, prosperity and success uh, are good things? Can you prosper and succeed if you're weak? Would that would weakness be succeeding or prospering? Amen. You have to be strong in the Lord uh, and in the power of His might because there's an enemy. It's all right when everything's okay, but what happens when the enemy comes? You need to be strong in the Lord. You know where your help comes from, so you don't seek human help when you can have God's help. And you're not running around trying to learn how to get God's help. You already know that. You've been taught and instructed in the reverent, obedient fear of the Lord. You're walking with God. You're walking in reverence and and in obedience to God. Here's the thing. If we're not obeying God, we're not fearing God. We're not reverencing God. Amen. Do a study on uh, the fear of the uh, Lord. Severely lacking in the days that we live because uh, uh, people don't... uh, um, God is a good God. He is a good God. Just like your daddy was a good daddy. And every once in a while, he had to adjust you. Adjust your thinking. Amen. And the idea was, I'm going to correct this wrong with a little pain so that it doesn't run full-blown and cause a lot of pain for a long time. Amen. All right. Now, here's another thing. It says, he kept on looking to God Zechariah taught him in the things of God, and as long as, everyone say, as long as, he looked to the Lord, God made things go well for him. Now, did God strengthen or make strong uh, Uzziah? Amen. Would prosperity succeeding and things going well for you, uh, wouldn't that be from a place of strength? Now, how did God strengthen him? Well, he was sought, he sought and he was taught to know strong God. He set himself and he continued to seek. Yeah, a lot of I see. Listen, guys, I see lots and lots of people. I've been a Christian since 1983. Plenty of ups and downs and all arounds, uh, but I can unequivocally say that I'm seeking to know God more now than when I first started. Now, I can't say that about everybody. I can't say that about everybody that started out with me. Now, why is that? Because as long as we seek the Lord, as long as we look to the Lord, as long as... Now, listen, what, is, what form does that take? It takes being instructed, being taught. Not just... Self-taught, are you listening, as is the norm today? Well, I can love God, but I don't have anything to do with the church. The church is where the revelation of God, where Jesus is revealing the Father through the church. He said, on this rock, I will build my church. Amen? We're built in the church. What is the main purpose of the church? To reveal God. To show, tell us and show us God. To instruct us and to teach us about God. Now, if I was running around here, you know, spitfire, red face, pulling all kind of antics, you know, you probably wouldn't be as, as you are right now. 
All right? I understand that we're working with an eight-second attention span. That's how you've been trained in the world, eight seconds. That's not going to get us very far where things of God are concerned. Honest to God. And we're going to have to, we're going to, have to break from that and become trained. Are you listening? It's like, going, it's like joining the army and getting in the line and marching and eight seconds later... <sighs> What's wrong with you, boy? I only got eight seconds, sir. Mama and dad made me do more than eight seconds. Well, you ain't with mama, son. You're with me now. And I'm going to tell you what, the fella shooting at you the other side got a whole lot more than eight seconds. And you better suck it up and buck it up. Are you listening? And let me train you to endure long and strong and outlast him or outblast him. One or the other. Your choice is yours. But this... (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) What a get in my bed. Ain't going to do it. All right, let's finish this, okay? And in the days, the Bible says this, and he, it says this about him, Hezekiah, and he is as one seeking God. I like that. That's present tense. And he as one seeking God. This is what one seeking God looks like. It says, in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God, through the visions of God, who understood visions of God, that understood... Now listen, one translation says Zechariah that understood. Now Zechariah is Uzziah's teacher. Say, I need a teacher. I need to be taught. It says he understood and saw God. Who? The teacher of the fear of God. It says, and he is as one seeking God. And Zechariah also who taught and instructed Uzziah. And in the days of his seeking Jehovah, God caused him to prosper. Say, in the days days of his seeking, seeking, God caused him to prosper. Amen. Now, days is plural there, so we don't just seek God on Sunday. I'll go back over here. Uh, Days is plural there, so we don't just seek God on Sunday. Days is plural there, so we didn't just seek God four years ago. Days, this is all present tense. It says, as one who is seeking God every day or days that he sought God. You know, it'd it'd be wonderful to have a goal. I'm not being sarcastic, guys. I'm saying... Set a goal that I seek God two days in a row. Then three days in a row. Then four days in a row. Till I'm seeking God every day. And all the days of my life, I seek God. Will I prosper then? Is prosperity linked to my seeking God? Is, what is, where's the context here? In the days. In the days that I seek God, God causes me to prosper in the days of my seeking. 
So what if I'm not seeking? I'm not prospering. God has nothing to work with to cause me to prosper. Now, I'm going to tell you something. You can, pro- you can be taught and instructed, are you listening, right out of where you are and into where God wants you to be. The difference is between what you know and what you don't know. Does God want to strengthen you? Does God want you strong? So then does God want to teach you? Does God want to instruct you? Does God want you to seek Him so He can do what He wants to do? That's what God wants. Let me ask you a question, honey. Pastor Ron's going to come. What do you want? And I'm convinced that God wants much more for me. Much more for you than what we even know to want or to ask uh, beyond what we could ask or even think for ourselves. That there is a, a God wanting to reveal. The Bible says His eyes, God's watching, looking. Bible in one translation says searching. The whole earth to find somebody, anybody that wants to know a God a little more than you did yesterday. Oh, come on now. And if he can find somebody that says, God, I really do want to know you. And I'm committed to knowing you. Hell and high water and everything in between is not going to keep me from knowing you. And I know where the source of knowing you is. I have to be trained. Now see, uh, Zechariah is right in there with Uzziah. If there wasn't a Zechariah, there never would have been a a Uzziah. Because it says, in the days of Zechariah, the teacher... The trainer, the one who understood, the one that was called to see God and show him to the student. Show him to the one that wanted to be trained. It says all the days of Zechariah. You know why? Because Zechariah was up in his face maybe sometime. Uzziah, there's more. Uzziah, God has more. God's a great God, Uzziah. God wants to do more. God wants you to honor Him. God wants you to reverence Him. God wants your life to lovingly express truth in all things. That a world can see a God so great, so good. But you've got to be trained, Uzziah. You've got to show up to be instructed, Uzziah. You've got to seek God. And when you seek Him, He'll prosper you. And if you quit seeking Him, Uzziah, it's going downhill. And when he and the days that he didn't show up and it got and it turned bad, what did Zechariah say? I told you. Right. I'm telling you. Right. Okay, no more of this going backward stuff, son. No more of this just holding steady. There's more. Hallelujah. More and more. Up and up. While Zechariah was alive, the teacher, the the teaching and the instruction and the revelations from God, Uzziah was always 
This is the Living Bible. Uzziah was always eager to please God. And as long as. Everyone say that phrase with me one more time. As long as. As long as. The king followed the paths of God. He prospered. For God blessed him. You know, I followed Jesus right over here today. I'm going to follow Jesus tomorrow, the next day, hard. I'm going to follow close. I'm going to pursue. Because there's a whole lot more that was to recover that was lost with Adam's original sin. I can handle this. I can do this day. I'll give God one day. I'm going to give God every day. I'm going to put myself on my, in my place and position to see what He's got to say to me. And I'm going to live out of that. He's going to write the script and I'm going to act it out. Amen. You're here today. You've never asked Jesus into your heart. What a good life He has planned for you. What a good life He's put together for you. I, Invite you right now by faith and simple trust in Jesus. Let Jesus handle it for you. Put your faith and your trust in Him. Let's pray this prayer together. Dear Jesus, Jesus, I put my life, my heart, my trust, my future in Your hands. And I will obey You. I'll follow You. Give me a heart. To hear you. And I will, Jesus. I'll hear and obey. From this day forward. Amen. If you meant that, then he does exactly what he said that he would do. Amen. For the rest uh, of us, let me encourage you. Uh, we are living in the greatest time. Everything has changed can tell that by what God is saying to us. Everything has changed. Don't miss out on what God has for you. Every day, God has words that He will back up with His words. God can change things with one word, one revelation change everything for you. But most of, listen, most of it is, life is not an event. It's a simple series of successions in a process. Amen? One step isn't going to be all you need and you're magically transported to that place of... That's right. But God says, walk with Take another step. Trust me. Take another step. Let's do today together. Amen. Amen. How many of you would like that? How many of you uh, uh, would admit? Now listen, not to me, but in front of God, because I'm going to pray a prayer for you. See, you can't can't get the solution until you admit there's a problem. All right? That's between you and God. You know, I'm not. Listen. Listen. All right, amen. I love my life. I'm going to live my life. Part of my life is helping you to love your life and letting you live. But uh, the biggest part of it is letting you live your life. Amen. So it's your life. It's not mine. 
It's your life. We're going to be there for you. Amen. We'll baptize you. We'll dedicate your babies. We'll bury you and all your friends, all that kind of stuff. If that, whatever it takes. If you're sick, we'll come. We'll pray the prayer of faith over you. But it's still your life. Amen. It's still yours uh, to do. So the problem is this. How many, let's say this. Uh, you know, how many of you feel like that there, that there's, you would like to walk with God on a daily basis more accurately? Amen. To experience more of the daily presence of God. Amen. Uh, and, and you're willing to God, uh, you're willing to let God make some changing, uh, and some rearranging, whatever that takes. Uh, would you stand up with me right now? I'm going to pray a prayer because I'm going to tell you what, I've had to believe my way out from under where, where my time was dictated by other people, by problems and trouble, and by people uh, that God put over uh, me. I was a very foolish person. I didn't like people telling me anything to do. The Bible says a fool will have an unmerciful uh, ma- taskmaster set over him that they tell you when to go to the bathroom. They tell you when you're going to eat your lunch, how much time you have for a break, all this other kind of stuff. You ain't never been there. You don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm telling you. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, my prayer became, God, you know, make me, train me, fix me, so I don't have to learn these lessons no more because this isn't what I see for my life. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to be trainable. You can talk to me. Whatever needs change, let's do it. Amen. Uh but where God can get you in control of your time, control of your life and underneath Him, where the devil's not dictating to you constantly, trouble and trial. You know, you're not having to serve all that. You're freed up to serve God. Would that be a good thing? Sure it would be. Amen. I can hear the young people say, I'll tell you what. Now, you mean God's going to get rid of Mama? No, honey. She's in place forever. And she ain't never going to quit telling you what to do because she loves you and God put her there. Amen. We're not talking about getting rid of mama and you calling all the shots. Amen. We're talking about God calling all the shots and you love your mama and honor her. And here, if God speaks through her, you'll say, yeah, thank you, mama. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.